Welcome to the largest issue in the galaxy. Every issue in the galaxy, from frogs to smog. I am your host, Riley Brooks, here with special guest Mo Diggity. Hi, hi, Mo. Now I know this this week was was touted to most likely be the return of the wonderful Mr. Andrew, but you know he wasn't feeling up to it today, so he he gets one more week off. I'll gracefully grant that to him <laughs> as his king and leader. Did I guess he got ripped away from the the big titty tomboy uh, girl he must have met at camp, huh? Oh I, I, yeah. I, I would be I would be depressed as fuck. You know if that that, were the that case. one time the chess camp. <laughs> it's one time at chess camp. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, uh, Riley, I gotta tell you, man, I've been reading some really depressing shit lately. I think it's sort of gotten to my mood, but then uh-huh. I'm looking at, you know, but I, I, I go to the discords, you know, sometimes I go to a discord to find something funny, but uh, I, I came to this discord, you, you know, your largest issue in the galaxy discord and submitted for our approval by Spicy Salt. It's <laughs> it's the uh, 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 it's the Oh, what's that fucking the, diary the of a kid. yeah diary of a wimpy kid sort of drawing, and it's just simply one square. It's you gotta let us go, Dad. The car crash wasn't your fault, and the dad goes, "Good one, Manny." Ha ha, says the wife. And the thing is, everyone but the husband is fucking dead, <laughs> and he's being haunted <laughs> by his ghosts. <laughs> the ghosts of his family. There's. There's there's three kids, all of them dead. One of them's an infant, and then there's the dead wife, and that just makes I don't know if I'm depressed or if my funny bone got tickled by it because <laughs> this is I mean it's just it's fucking sad, be, but it's, it's I mean, also funny at the evolved. same time. Things can be depressing and funny at the same time. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah, and and see here's the thing I, I've been reading a lot of these. Uh, comments lately uh because all right so y'all are probably familiar with the are you winning son uh fucking meme right well there was one that's a little bit similar to this one right the dad walks in are you winning son and the boy says the accident was your fault dad you gotta let me go and the (laughs) next fucking and the next scene's an empty desk and then the next scene is the dad crying now (laughs) I don't know about you, but I laughed my ass off at that. But when, when <laughs> I, I laughed, but when I laughed, I felt fucking bad for it because I'm I'm laughing at something tragic. You know, it's it's kind of like if someone like, uh, you know, because I think to myself, you know, I think I might be fucked up in the head because I think that maybe one day some chick's gonna come up to me and go, you know, I had a miscarriage the other day, and then like trip and stumble a little bit and i would probably say something like well i wonder why <laughs> you know and, and here's the thing i i i i know that i'm not supposed to say that but god it's so fucking funny i mean it, it's kind of like you know if uh you push a pregnant chick down the stairs and all you hear are like it's the, the the stairs is like riddled with a bunch of uh clown horns. So it's like, <laughs> you know, there's there's funny in the tragedy. And, you know, it's 
it's too bad because of my fucked up mind. I'm focusing on the funny rather than the pregnant chick getting pushed out the stairs. It, it's kind of like a, a Family Guy's little rendition of like a, a, a pushing of Stewie pushing Jamiroquai down all those stairs. He's just he just goes <laughs> and then fucking Stewie goes cool. Well, that's what I think. You know when I I look at this and I I think that maybe think I I think there might be something wrong with me Riley I think that I think I'm fucked up. No, there's a lot of like depress. There, there's the effect of depressing funny gets pulled off a lot. And it's those jokes that's like you laugh and then you're like oh shit that's sad actually. Well, see the the, the reason why I even started talking about this is because. Wait until you get to my first problem, and you're gonna understand why I'm I'm laughing at all this stuff because it's something that I've been dealing with for like the last like several years. But anyway, uh, how 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 have you do? How have you been, man? What you been up to this week? How is everything going? Uh, how's how's the how's the wife fine. and kids? Still dead, Jim. <laughs> Still dead, Jim. Still dead. <laughs> Still dead. <laughs> No, but um, just to one more point on that, like depressing, funny shit. Uh, I know you've seen Dragon Ball Z, but have you watched Dragon Ball Z abridged? Uh, yeah, yeah, th that's the funny one, right? Yeah, it's the funny one. It's Dragon yeah. Ball Z but funny. Yeah, I, I like, watched that one. One one of my one of the prime examples of depressing funny that I could think of is from that show, where fucking Cell absorbs Android eighteen. And Krillin is fucking like crushed and he gets super angry and he flies at him like, give her back. And then Sal just fucking knocks him into a mountain. Dude, <laughs> he soccer ball kicks Krillin in the fucking head. Krillin like does that thing where like he's he's perpendicular for a second, but like his head doesn't leave like the center point, but all of his body is flying all around, but his just his giant bald head just gets and he hits the fucking side of a fucking mountain. It's so goddamn funny. That's that's one of my favorite side. That's one of my favorite times. Yeah, just the depressing funny of that scene is like he's he's grief stricken because the girl he's in love with just fucking got absorbed, and then he flies into Avenger and then just. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, like Krillin is just sort of a. Uh, I mean. You know, uh, Yamcha, uh, not yeah, it is a uh, uh, Yamcha. Yamcha is just fucking overpowered in, in this in this regard that they're just so fucking useless that you know there there's just no point in them. And for some reason or another, I think the writers of DBZ and GBC, uh, DBS were like, "Well, well, I like fucking Krillin, you know, so we gotta power him up a little bit." But for hmm. But for the longest... fuck now. Oh yeah, for the longest time, dude, he couldn't even take down a Cyberman. You know, just just couldn't just just a little bitch, and he just gets his ass kicked over and over and over. Well, no, and he ended finally... up being stronger than the Cyberman. He cuts like three of them in half at the same time. Oh, did he do that? I I thought yeah. it was one of those where he got like because I know him and Gohan for a while got his ass kicked, or no, that that must have been Yamcha. And Chao yeah, Yamcha got Yamcha and Kaozu got their ass. Well, Yamcha in particular definitely got his ass kicked by a Cyberman. Um, God, he's fucking beyond useless. 
Like I, I especially love in streams where someone picks Yamcha and then they fucking wreck the shit out of like Ultra Instinct fucking Gogeta or something. Like, dude, you got like two. Yeah, Yamcha's good. really good in fighters. Well, yeah. I mean, I imagine so, because he has to be good somewhere. It's just not ever in the series, you know? No, and, and- what's really funny is the dialogue in fighters. There's like dialogue when like the fighters like meet up. And sometimes it's customized to those fighters in particular. And the funniest thing, like, I laughed so hard the first time I encountered this, is if you match up Yamcha and Super Saiyan Blue Goku, Super Saiyan Blue Goku will charge up and then he'll say, Yamcha, are you sure you want to do this? Like, well, you know, if I don't, I'm not going to get any better. But, dude, I can fart on you and blow you to pieces. <laughs> Yamcha's dialogue isn't even customized, and that makes it even funnier. Goku's like, Yamcha, are you sure you want to do this? And then Yamcha's like, I'm going to beat you with my wolf fang fist. Dude, I-, I heard rumors that the people who actually write Dragon Ball, like Dragon Ball everything uh, in Japan, that the creator of the show fucking hates Yamcha, and that's why he just he always gets it in the ass. Oh, every no, 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 fucking no, no. arc and every that might series. be true. That might be true, but I don't think it is. But the main the main one that he hates actually, the creator of Dragon Ball hates Tien. That's the thing. Tien? That's why he gets his ass kicked so much in like modern shit is because the writers hate him. I hated the fact that I it wasn't wasn't he in the tournament of power along with everyone else? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he got his axe kicked pretty early too. I think he was yeah. one of the first gone. Dude, all I gotta say is Master Roshi was the MVP of, of of that fucking entire goddamn thing. I think he eliminated like four or five freaking people and just just kept kicking ass over and over and over until Vegeta's fucking sorry jobber ass bailed finally bailed him out and. He goes, ugh, you're defeated. Goddamn phone, fuck. <laughs> oh, every time, every fucking time. I hate the fucking phone. <laughs> but no, nah, like seriously, though, like, uh, you know, can we talk for just a quick sec about how absolutely useless Vegeta is? Like, as a character, as a person, just as everything. Like, there's there's nothing to well, him he's at like- all the fourth strongest person in the universe so he can still do shit it's just that he doesn't really get the chance to well no he gets his ad dude he's kind of like an overpowered yamcha like he just does the job every single time and he's basically vegeta is basically in the way all the time it doesn't matter if he goes to say like yardat i'm referencing the manga for anyone who's uh, following along, doesn't matter if he goes to Yardrat to fucking get special training. Doesn't matter if he went and fucking trained under Whis for like months at a time. Oh, have you been Goku reading the super up. manga? I've been reading a little bit. Like I, I go to my the the channel that I, I upload the podcast and my other videos to, and I, I kind of have I kind of watch different shit on that channel. So my recommendeds are like, you know, Dragon Ball Super stuff or Dragon Ball lore and, and manga and shit like that. So I have a bunch of cool anime Dragon Ball stuff uh, to I'm check out. I'm just glad they give Gohan his due in the manga. I, I was When I heard about how Gohan was handled in the Tournament of Power in the manga, I'm like, holy shit, they actually fucking justified his character. 
I see. That's the thing too, man. I don't like. I I haven't liked uh, fucking. I haven't liked Gohan since like after the fucking Cell Saga. He's just he's another one that's just absolutely in the way. He fucking dude in the manga he, in the tournament. I've already told you about this on the mocast, but in the manga he fucking ties with Kefla, a goddamn fusion that fights Ultrans to Goku in the anime. He he KOs her. They KO each other, but the fact that he was that even with a fucking fusion that was on par with super powered up Goku. Go on, back boys. Yeah, I mean, like in, in the manga, I'm pretty sure he gets a lot more respect. But in the show, it's it's like, all right, so the 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 episode where uh, Goku and Gohan fight each other to spar, do the sparring thing, so Goku can find out how fucking strong Gohan is. Like, dude, I mean, he it's like a bunch of sympathy. Like, he he just goes sympathy blue. And sympathy, super saying too. Like, dude, he's just like, oh, okay. He's like, I'm gonna get you, Dad. Yeah. He just swings his fist like just incoherently at him. He's like, oh my, and like Go Goku's like, oh god, I, let me go super. Let me go level two. Just a, you know, it, it's kind of like a, a a fully grown lion playing with the cub. It's like, well, I better, <laughs> I better pretend he's getting me. And when he finally, when they finally do the uh, the last blow at the end of that episode, the look on Goku Goku's face is like, oh, you did so well. I mean, not even close, but you know, you did so well, buddy. Don't worry, I'm sure your mom's gonna baby you like a little bitch that you are, and give you like some fucking ramens, like you know, he's going. Pamper your little diaper. I just, I do not like fucking Gohan. He's in the way. Vegeta's in the way. Get like some stronger, better people. Like get, get him and get hit and get fucking someone else to take down. Like get fucking Master Roshi. Master Roshi at least pulls his fucking weight. Gohan, and I hate to say it, Vegeta one of my could fucking flick Master Roshi and he would shatter. No, Vegeta will no. Vegeta, no. This is what's going to happen. Vegeta is going to point to himself. I'm the prince of all Saiyans because every time he points to himself, it's like I'm the one who's going to kill Kakarot. He gets his ass beat in every single fucking fight. Like, dude, he just does the job over and over and over. Like, he's got like I think one or two good fights in him. Like uh, he he annihilates uh, uh, one of the androids, the big fat white one. Yeah, in a really 19, awesome one. That was fucking See, epic. That was an epic fucking fight. But he just gets his ass beat over and over and over. It's just it's fucking sad. All right, enough of the fifteen minutes before we actually start the proceedings of the fucking show. Oh God! Uh, remember, remember when we did the anime fucking episode of the of the MoCast, and it was at least forty five minutes of fucking Dragon Ball talk and poor fucking. Because I uh, had to defend the filler. I had to be the fucking warrior to defend. Oh, I felt so bad for Robin who had tons of things to talk about. And it's like me, basically it's basically what we're talking about right now. It's like, dude, Vegeta's a fucking jobber. Go Hans, a piece of shit. <laughs> it's just all sorts of stuff. Yeah. But, um, all right, let's find out who won last episode, huh? Ooh. So we missed last week. So this is actually the episode you were on. Um, 
So two two Mo episodes in a row, guys. There you go. Oh shit. Hey yo, it's Mo. Hey, uh, Kid Groove on. Uh huh. Hey yo, me and Jason almost killed each other trying to record an episode last week. <laughs> well, anyway, enough about that. What was the largest issue in episode twenty-seven? Well, we got a vote, and that vote is for fast food portions, baby. Riley wins. All right. I win. Dude, I win so infrequently on this show. It's crazy. (laughs) So, like, whatever you eke out a win, you've got to, like, really savor it, huh? Yeah. It's so insane how... It's always either Andrew or the guest. It's never fucking me. I think you got the audience, uh, uh, like, uh, against you. Yeah, I'm... We've established several times that I am the Maddox of this podcast. <laughs> Vote up, monkeys. So, someday me and Andrew are going to break up and make our own shows, and Andrew is going to be the successful one. Oh, man, that would be a bitch. Like, you know, like you don't even do anything that bad, but like you and your co-host break up and he ends up becoming the successful one. You're like, dude, why didn't you just put all your fucking? Why didn't you ever uh, put, you know, the, the 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 the, I guess the, oh, what the what the fuck am I thinking of? Why don't you put the <laughs> efforts? Well, why don't you put the effort into this podcast that you did your own new now successful one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, get ready for fucking um, unsuccessful sequel podcast, the coolest argument in the galaxy with me and Mo. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> but um, so yeah, I win. Yay me! I did it. Whoop whoop! <laughs> <laughs> but um, I hope you're. I hope you feel proud of yourself. There was that dead air, and then all of a sudden, yay! <laughs> I'm gonna cut the dead air, so shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> well, now everyone knows about it. <laughs> <laughs> now everyone knows. Yeah. I was like thinking but, um, to myself, did did Riley fucking end up cutting out to the internet drop? It was like, no, he was just getting groove bot. Like you said. Yeah, I don't have I don't have an actual soundboard, so I have to use Groovy when I want to play shit. Groovy girl. But um I think it's time to get into some uh, issues of the large variety. Oh, good, good, good. So, here comes my issue. This is a big controversial one. People Uh-oh. aren't going to like this one. Uh-oh. Here we go. My first issue. Disney and school detractors. Ooh, this sounds interesting. Elaborate. So... Mo, have you have you been keeping up with the with the news of the world lately? Uh, unfortunately, yeah, and I've just become angrier and angrier every single day. I've had to like step away from my Twitter, so I'll stop screaming "fuck you" and go "fuck yourself" every fifteen minutes. Like, dude, I've had to delete tweets. Like, uh, like when, when <laughs> yeah, you, you... I remember when you went off when you went off really salty on on like reporters, and I was like, and I quoted you back to yourself. I'm not gonna burn down this account. This is a good one. Yeah, and that was that was a really good idea. That was a really good thing you did because I went back and 
deleted like three days worth of fucking tweets after that. It was like, oh god, I, oh th this one was a little <laughs> bit over the line. I told you to kill yourself on that one. Oof. Okay, <laughs> so like I've been doing really good, except the other day I stand by. Oh, please go fuck yourself when someone said, at least he didn't use the problematic and God we trust. Ew, religion. Ew, secularism. Like, dude, fuck you. You, he did it the religion. Like, like dude, you, you realize what condemnation we're in, right? <laughs> anyway, I got mad. So, like, I've been really off of uh, uh, off of Twitter lately. I've been over at Parlor, and it's it's not bad. Oh but God! It, well, okay. If if you don't fucking if you don't follow every fucking Republican that they suggest to you, it's all Republican, dude. The reason Parlor exists is because fucking ooh, Twitter deleted Trump's tweet. We all had to get off Twitter. They censored the president. Well, I'll go ahead and give them that. At least you know, like you know, when when Twitter does something fucking dumb, you know, it's it's good for the alternatives because I think we really need a better fucking. We, we just we don't even need a Twitter alternative. We just needed an alternative to talk. You know, like I don't care what your opinion is, unless you're posting swastikas or telling it's Discord. You know, suicide if you're people for alternative to, to talk. It's fucking Discord, dude. Well, yeah, but Discord also. Well, I I think that you should have the reach that a yeah. Twitter or a Facebook should have, and even though Discord will give that to you, it, you have to like grab all these people for it, and it's you become a pain in the ass. Anyway, I'm totally walking on your time and on your problem, buddy. Uh, your issue, yeah, it's, all, it's all right. So, the news currently trending in the news is a. Uh... Recently, a very significant location in Florida reopened its doors. Uh, uh -huh. A little location known as Disney World. Yeah, I, Dis I have a fr I have a friend that works at Disney World, and uh, out of groups and my my groups have been my groups of online friends have been uh, intermingling with each other, and uh, Cart Jung and Peach Saliva uh, had a long Twitter thread. About how like fucked the uh, the opening of Disney World uh, has gone. Um. So people need to shut the fuck up about it. First of all, <laughs> Pete, Pete Saliva is one of the people who I've seen fucking complaining about it. We we have to fucking reopen. Everything has to reopen at some point. We can't just stay closed forever. So whenever something reopens, I'm happy about it. And that includes Disney World. I'm glad Disney World is reopened. And it should stay that way. And the fucking mobs on Twitter that are like, Ooh, they're gonna get the coronavirus need to shut up. Yeah, that, God's that's, sake. Yeah, that, that's really getting fucking aggravating. Every time even a fucking bar opens its door, everyone's like, Oh no! We're gonna, gonna get, get the, the corona. corona! Like, dude... You're probably going to get it anyway, and here's why. You can't fucking stay in your apartment or your home forever. Like, you know, e eventually you're going to have to go out to get something. Okay? Dude, I don't care what... the super big quarantine people are so ridiculous to me. Like, sorry to bring up Game Grumps for the millionth time, but that's what no, I've been watching. That's no, what that's I've been no watching problem. during my life. So that's what I'm used to. Current Game Grumps 
Aaron and uh, Danny Sexbang. Um, they've been recording throughout the quarantine. And originally they were getting together. They were going. They weren't going to their office because their office was like, you know, a corporate building and shit. It wasn't open. They were going to Aaron's house and they were recording shit, and they were doing their thing. And then ap- apparently they're so big on quarantine and shit that they both had to break quarantine once, like a month ago. And now they're doing the show over Discord. They don't want to be in each other's physical presence because they're afraid of the coronavirus. They had to break quarantine once. Just mm. once. And now they won't get together again. It's been a month. Ugh. I mean, it wouldn't be so big. It wouldn't be such a big deal. Like, it wouldn't be such a big deal if groups like that would just be fine with uh, recording through their computers, right? Like, right here, right now. I don't know if any of you can tell, but Riley and I, guess what? We're not sitting next to each other. We're no, clear across but- the country. But the thing with that is, people who record with computers, cool. But the thing is, the Game Grumps have been recording together since fucking 2012. The current Game Grumps since 2013. Because 2012, it was John Trent. Um, and they were doing it throughout the quarantine and shit. Like, that was the one place they would go. Besides, you know, like, getting food and shit. They would go, Dan would go to Aaron's house and do Game Grumps. But then they had to, like, go and do shit one day that they don't usually do that wasn't part of their quarantine routine. And now they're like, oh, we're recording remotely because we have to break quarantine and we don't want to put each other at risk. Oh, I'm so scared. Like, dude, you're going... All right, there's there's just no way to stop the fucking virus, okay? I mean, if you... Especially if you live in a city, there's just... Some sick dude is going to pass by your building and one little coronavirus fucking little fletchet or spittle or, or fucking something, a fart that the coronavirus patient had is just going to waft into the building and then infect somebody. And then it's just going to spread throughout the fucking ventilation shaft and the system. You're just, you're just fucked. You're just going to get it. And there's not a goddamn thing you can really do about it because there isn't anything you do about it. We, we might be, uh, we, we might even be looking at no cure at all. We might be looking at some, some, uh, some uh, treatments, but the treatments might not work. We might just have coronavirus either forever or, so, or just for a little bit. And that's just how it's going to be. There's just not fuck all you can do about it. It's just, yeah. it, it's, it's kind of like the flu and the cold. You're going to get it eventually. Okay. And, yeah, and, and that goes back to my issue. The thing quit is, fucking crying. Yeah, quit crying. And like, we can't stay closed forever. So if the coronavirus is going to be a thing forever, and we can't find a cure, and they've been trying to find a cure since fucking February, and they haven't found one yet, we just have to continue living life. We can't stay closed forever. It'll fuck the economy. It'll fuck life in general for many people. We can't stay closed. I mean, so far, you know, the news has told me that if you're a Democrat or you're protesting, I mean, you know, if if I have to wave a, a gay little sign around for some fucking leftist <laughs> fucking for some stupid leftist cause like, you know, abortion equals good. And if that just saves off the coronavirus, if the coronavirus is just has one of those fedora type hats on, they're like, oh, yeah, the coronavirus actually, me. the coronavirus is actually very uh left like it'll only 
it'll only go after conservatives. If you're a liberal and you're out there protesting, you're immune. Oh yeah, it'll just sidestep you. It'll, it'll sidestep you. Oh, pardon me, sir. I didn't know that you were with Black Lives Matter. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Were you going to the Democratic National Convention? Oh, well, pardon me. Hashtag riding with Biden. You know, I, I didn't. I, I didn't know that it was a partisan fucking virus. You know, because it's crazy. Yeah. If you look at the BLM protests, no one got sick. But if you looked at the Second Amendment like type people who are protesting the lockdown, the most evil Nazis in the world. Well, they fucking got millions of grandmothers fucking murdered and they should go to jail for that. Hi, Heil, and that's fucking it. Because that's no. all these fucking people are. Uh, no. Apparently, you know, fuck, man. It's a partisan virus. That, you know. Ugh. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We have to reopen. We can't stay closed forever. And reopening means reopening everything. We have to go back to normal life. And you know what? what's included in everything? Fucking Disney World. I mean, shit, you know, I, I would be okay with not opening every single movie theater. Maybe not public pools no. or something like that. I don't no, like that. I don't like, I, I don't like that. I don't like that I'm saying that. It doesn't, it, it pains me to not you know, to not be able to go to a fucking movie theater and it sucks that I can't go swimming, but you know, well, this virus is literally killing the concept of movie theaters. We have to open movie theaters right now to preserve their fucking existence. Well, true. But at the same time though, I've pretty much hated everything that's come out in the last eight to 10 years. So like, uh, I, I'm conflicted on one, on one hand, I love a movie theater. On the other hand, when I hear Robert De Niro boohooing and blubbering like a little fucking bitch uh, about oh, the coronavirus, it's a and all these fucking celebrities fucking crying during lockdown. I mean, God, I mean, if tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll be for uh, opening the theaters if I don't have to see another god-awful fucking celebrity video compilation where they're all, you know, trying to sing a shitty John Lennon fucking song or they're trying to be all, I need to hold myself to account. Oh, I saw, uh, I, I said a semi-offensive joke, you know, 10 years ago, and I think my mom's oh friend's my girlfriend, I think my mom's friend's girlfriend's daughter might have took offense to that. Oh, I'm such a bad person and I'm white. Oh, you know, just fucking if I don't have to see another one of those videos, fine. I'm sorry that this guy I used to be friends with uh, called a gingerbread house the N word on our Let's Play show. I won't let it happen again. I disavow his very existence. <laughs> did I tell you? Dude, did I? T I think I might have told you, but just the, the fact that like, Everybody's still theorizing about like who are Aaron and Jontron still friends, and they're not because Aaron liked this tweet that was like from a Game Grumps animator. He was like, "I left up some animations with Jontron in them. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be upholding a racist because he makes a funny ek noise. I've taken the animations down. I'm sorry it took so long." Aaron liked that tweet. Aaron liked that tweet. Aaron, you're a bitch. Bitch, you're eh. a fucking your ego raptor level bitch. You're a funny bitch, but you're still a bitch. I'll keep watching Game Grubs, but also fuck you. 
I'm going to have my ad block on. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know that, that's another thing. Every one of these little pussies that's fucking that whines and crines. Fine, you know what? I'll still watch your stuff, but I'm downvoting your video and I'm putting every single ad block I possibly can on. I will deprive you of every fucking, uh, uh, you know, any fucking money that you yeah, get but it's from like, here it's on out. It's kind of like, you know, one bad thing. Like, Aaron is a bitch in that regard, but he also does a lot of good shit. And him and Dan are still funny. Dan does nothing wrong. Dan, Dan, I don't think has done anything wrong. Like, I see, a, I, I go on, not Conspiracy Grumps, Rant Grumps, which is like the anti-game Grumps subreddit. And they have like a list. There's a there's <laughs> an anti there's an anti game grump subreddit. Yeah, it's where they all talk about they all rant about like all the b bullshit. And there's like a big list of all the controversies, and most of them have to do with Aaron. But the one the one thing involving Dan, at least directly, like there's stuff that Dan is obviously like an accomplice in, but only because he's a fucking employee in Aaron's company and he has to do what he says. Um... <laughs> Is like apparently, apparently some fans are upset because he reportedly uh, uh, chatted up some not young as in illegally young, just like younger than him. Oh. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Okay, so just over younger 18? than him. Just yes, over eighteen. Oh, Dan, then I don't give a Dan shit. Is then. Like I'm already over. These it. women are like twenty-five. Yeah, and over eighteen. I don't give a yeah. shit. And the, no, the complaint is he's like chatting them up, and apparently like. He's playing it off like he wants to date them, and then he just fucks them and leaves. <laughs> and fans are upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you could tell the people who got fucking one night standed stood up one time. You know, the ones who fucking who who got upset or they had to spend 20 hours with their best friend. He fed me up the ass, and then he just wouldn't like, he was like, I'm going to get a pack of cigarettes, babe. I'll be right back. And never came back. I'm so upset. <laughs> too bad. Too no, bad. That's that's life. If you, if you want to hear the definition of ass bad one night stand girls, the the reason all this controversy started, like the reason like girls started coming out about it, was some chick wrote a fucking play about getting fucking one night standed, and and like the character was like. It had a different name, but, like, it was obviously Dan. And, like, Gangrub's fans are like, wait, this character's kind of similar to Dan. And then that's how it came out. It's this chick wrote a play about getting ghosted by Danny Sex Bank. You know what? He's already gone up so much more in my book. I Like, if he has a solitary YouTube channel, just link it to me and I he, will sub He has a shit. comedy band called Ninja Sex Party. Oh, he's he's that guy. <laughs> yeah, Danny dude, from Ninja I, Sex Party is the new game girl. Oh, dude, I love Ninja Sex Party. That's one of my favorite little fun bands, man. Comedy bands. Okay, yeah. good, 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 good. Yeah, so and maybe you'll even enjoy. Maybe you'll even enjoy Game Grumps beyond the JonTron shit, then, because after that, it's Danny. Oh, just a little bit more, just a little bit more. <laughs> and I gotta say, every time someone goes racist, it makes me like John Tron that much more. <laughs> you know, the wall has just gone five uh, five more feet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I got that genuine realization from you. Holy shit! He's the ninja sex party guy. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know that shit, man. I would have paid better attention to Gang Grumps for the last few years if I'd known that because I've been a big fan of theirs for a long ass time. Yeah, that's a real that's a real lineup of comedy. First you got John Tron and then you got the guy from the Sex Party. That's a good lineup. Hell yeah, fuck yeah, man. But um anyway, so there's still half of my issue I haven't even gotten to yet. There's the Disney oh, okay. World thing. And then there's the school thing. I even had an argument with Andrew himself about this on Twitter that I'm sure any fans who care enough have already seen. Um, so Trump is pushing for schools to open in the fall. Mm -hmm. And I think they should. I, I do too, man. Dude, my, 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 my sister has a five, a six year old here. He was in kindergarten and he got past a hundred days of school. And then after that, they fucking shut the shit down. Dude, I got to get this fucking kid out of here so I don't have to see him every waking moment of every day. Like, it's it's good for the kids to be away from the fucking parents, you know? The parent has to, like, have some time to where they could just, like, show up at their favorite little countertop and bash their fucking skulls in for just, like, a second so they can get rid of, so alleviate some of the fucking stress that they have to, you know, you know, they just got to. It's, it's, it's good for the fucking parents, you know? Yeah, and um, I think also I am, I was a graduating senior this year. Mm -hmm. and I went Good job, through, man. Um, thank you. And I went through online school during the last couple of months of my year. And it was agony. It was confusing. It was hard to contact teachers. And it ruined the last few months of my education to the point where I almost didn't graduate entirely. Yeah. So schools need to reopen because there are a lot of kids that need that option of physical contact with a teacher and being able to learn that way. And another thing, and, you know, this is my sister's fault. I'm not putting this on her. But it's, it, it's really hard to to push uh, everyone has to homeschool their kids like right on to the parents because parents get really aggravated and they just say, you know what? Fuck it, man. I just give up. You know, I just, I don't understand, you know, how to, how to do, uh, how to what, what, fucking common core math or whatever it is or, or whatever bastardized version of math that they have now, you know, like, it, <laughs> you know, like you're, you're making a generation that isn't too far removed from the current generation. Okay. They're not going to understand your version of the way things are education wise right now, because they've been out of the game, out of the loop for so long. And now you're putting all this pressure onto them. You're, you're trying to get them to perform on a level that they were not, uh, uh, expected to ever like you know rise up to so a lot of parents i i theorize at the very least i think a lot of parents fucking quit you know they're just like oh fuck it man dude just kid just you know look up the answer online and i'll i'll just say that yeah you studied you showed your work yada yada because you could do that a lot like everything's on the internet like no matter how poorly fucking common core is destroyed math you know, or anything like that. You could just Google the fucking answer, you know, show your work, boom, you're fucking done. Which, you know, in a way, the, the shutting down of the schools in this way, it, it's kind of damaged 
the credibility, well, what credibility uh, that our public school system had at the very least, you know, it really damaged it. What little credibility it had left because, you know, after when, when these kids come back, the ones who didn't graduate, they're going to have to relearn how to learn in your system again. And they're just going to get angrier and angrier and angrier. And there's going to be so much, so many, I predict there's going to be so many, uh, instances, probably some school shootings over this shit. Like, cause now you're, you're, the pressure was off because like, let's be real. Like for a lot of these kids, the, you know, school fucking sucks. Uh, parents aren't up for the task. Really. I think that a lot of them aren't, you know, through no I learned, fault of their what own. I learned through this whole thing. School sucks. Yes. But, but not school, school on the fucking laptop sucks a whole lot worse. Yeah, yeah, especially if the school's not allowing you to uh, connect with the kids. You know, like, if you're not, if the virtual classroom isn't, uh, you know, if, if I can't fucking connect with Jimmy Timmy, you know, across the room from me or something to compare notes, if I can't even do that, then the, the whole fucking system is fucked. Like you got to be able to, like you said, socially interact with uh, a lot of these kids. Because, you know, like, how are you going to function in the real world? Uh, you know, you, you got to have, you know, how many people are saying, I'm autistic, please, you know, please be kind to me or please be patient with me. Like, sometimes you got to think to yourself, I think you're faking a little bit. And I think you just don't want to put forth the effort into in you know in social interactions being in school teaches social skills that's a thing that a lot of people don't consider like i remember to to bring up the guy i always bring up asperger was homeschooled for a lot of his life and in some let's plays he was in he talked about how like when he was homeschooled for so long he was so fucked up socially he couldn't even take an order at mcdonald's and his, his parents had to take him, like, send him to public school for a year so he could learn how to fucking interact with humans. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's that's what you get when you take too much. If you take too much, you give too little. Yeah. And um, but yeah, with schools, <clears throat> they have to reopen for the good of education. Everything has to reopen anyway, which I will reiterate. And you know what? Well, I'm getting controversial since I'm already fucked anyway, if anybody of substantial uh hearing here's this um i don't even think social distancing should be fucking enforced in schools yeah it, it's it well i mean there there's there really isn't that that's there's not fuck all you can do with it like it's impossible to enforce i mean you know, unless they, I mean, God, there's all sorts of flaws with social distancing in schools. Yeah, and of course. It, it wouldn't be able to be enforced perfectly, but they're going to try. And I don't want them to try because here's the thing, right? School already sucks. Going to school every morning, early in the morning, going there, learning and shit. That already sucks. Now, imagine you have that, except... All of the desks are too far to speak to your friends. You are yelled at for gathering in the halls between classes. Uh, the cafeterias are at 25% capacity and there's like some weird shifts you have to do. So you might have to eat lunch super early or super late and still too far to talk to your friends unless you get too loud and they'll get pissed at you if you get too loud. That sounds like fucking kid prison. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I was about to say, this sounds like you're going to have to break the spirit 
of all these kids. Like, you know, keep your head down. Don't fucking speak to anyone one row at a time. You know, walk at a brisk pace, but don't look at anyone's social distance or the fucking pigs that they employ to fucking uh, enforce the shit will beat you. And it, it just, you know, <laughs> the it, it's, it's fucked. Don't beat people. Oh, well, they, they, they will, though. Like, they'll, they'll, the system always finds a way to beat the population down. I mean, just look at a protest, you know. Like, you go to a protest, you see people getting the fucking shit beat out of each other, you know. You go to a riot, not a fucking cop in sight. You know, not a cop to be fucking seen. Protest equals beat down, you know. Uh, uh, getting together for the betterment, like for, for education, like you, you just... The system will beat you down, man. I, I think it'll happen like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Reopen schools. I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna cut this issue f- short because we're almost already gone for an hour, and we've only done one issue. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so, Mo, give us your first issue. Okay, my first issue. My first issue. My first issue. This is gonna make me sound really cold and distant. Okay. And, uh, but having to say I love you to people, you know, whether <laughs> saying I love you, you saying saying I love you, you know, like I, I'm sitting here minding my own business. Like I get a phone call from like, say, a relative or, you know, an ex. Right. Uh-huh. And my ex is telling me, you know, like, all right, well, take care and stay safe. I love you. And I'm fucking sitting here going, well, bitch, what did you just fucking say to me? Like, what? <laughs> Oh God! And you know that now here's this whole Bitch, fucking rig- what the fuck did you just say to me? Like, well, why do why do I have to like? You know what fucking sucks? Having to like fake the funk, you know, for 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 just uh the social contract. Like that's the most arduous thing to 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 upkeep. You know, it's it's the social contract. Well. Since the social contract through the words I love you have just kicked in, you are now obligated to tell this person, whoever the person is, I love you back. Have you ever? No, 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 no. Here's the bad thing about being having your brain wired to say I love you to like relatives and uh, loved ones and shit. Have you ever accidentally said I love you to someone because your brain was so hardwired to say it that you said it to the wrong person? Yeah, and it makes the shit fucking weird. <laughs> You're like, oh, I, sorry. I accidentally said I love you to my friends before, and it's the worst. Yeah, because like, well, because now, like, now they feel it, and and now they're like, ew, I can't believe you say you love me, but if you say, never mind, I'm sorry, I take that back. Now they get fucking offended, and now they're like, well, what? Do, we, do you not love me? Do you not like me that like that? Are you fucking son of a bitch. And you know, like, well, fuck, man, you you just can't win. You you can't win. With that, and God forbids, like someone say, "I love you," and you just go, "Yeah, you too, bud," because that no, makes it like, even here's, angrier. Here's a very like middle school, early high school feeling when your friend asks you if you would date a mutual female friend, and she's sitting there waiting for your answer. Oh yeah, th- that see, that's bullshit right there <laughs> because it's always it's always the one that you like. All right, so I'm. Say you're you you got Stacy and you got Amanda uh, next to you, right? Whoever Stacy and Amanda are, you're you're super super into Stacy, but Amanda is the one who wants to date you. And 
I'm going to be polite and not say all the problems that you get with quote unquote Amanda. It's just all the qualities that you like in quote unquote Stacy are okay. not present in Amanda. Okay. Uh -huh. And so, and so you have to sit there. It's, it's kind of like, you know, it, it really is like, you know, hot slave Leia with her friend, her female friend, Jabba the Hutt. And you're like, you know, you want like, hey, what's up, girl? You don't want, ooh, la, solo, wookie, nipple, pinchy, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> you don't want to go through that. It's like, ooh, la, su, ga, so, ho, solo, mi, ga, solo, ho, 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 ho. And, you know, what she said was, I really like, are you going to eat all your corn dogs? You know, and shit like that. You're like, dude, I do not have time to, to fucking pull the pin on this grenade, man. No, yeah, you there's know, that, not... but, like, the, the thing I was talking about specifically is, like, imagine you're just, like, so you're sitting there with, like, a group of friends, right? And, like, one or two of them are girls. And, like, one of the guys is, like, hey, would you date so-and-so? And so-and-so -so is there and part of the conversation. And it's, like, a doomed if you do, doomed if you don't situation. Because, like, you know she isn't into you. So if you say yes, she's going to be like, ew, and it's going to be embarrassing. And if you say no, she's going to get offended. So Yeah, because like only one of those answers is going to end up with her like slamming down her lunch tray, getting up while she's crying because you said <laughs> no. And so like and that's that's when you punch your friend in the face for like, you know, response. like it's like, well, in for a penny, in for a pound punch. And then you know, like done. that's how you change the subject is you fucking punch him in the mouth. Oh, dude, square in the freaking like the the part where the jaw and like the top of your mouth, top of your fucking the the top of your mouth and the, the bottom of your jaw connect. You punch him right there, hopefully dislocating his fucking jaw for like saying the dumbest shit humanity has ever fucking heard. That's what you do. But yeah, man, it's just like. I don't I don't so much have a problem saying I love you to people. I just wish that it would be not a big deal if I didn't say it back all the time. Because like my brother Jason, he uh he he makes it a point to end every conversation with I love you. And you know, it's not that I don't love my brother, it's just that I don't really have I don't have time to tell my brother Jason, yeah, I love you too, dude. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It, it's just weird, man. Maybe maybe I'm getting the residual manliness, the don't show your feelings sort of shit from the from. Well, <laughs> basically from like 2013 on back when like all the history of humanity, when it was normal until up a few years ago, you know, then suddenly changed for absolutely no fucking reason whatsoever uh, for no rhyme or reason. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just. You know, so I just don't like showing my feelings most of the time. Yeah. Anyway, that's 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 my that's my first problem. That's a good that's a good one. I I feel that. Um, I was trying to remember what I was saying. Oh yeah, it's like like when your family members are like that scene from fucking Into the Spider Verse where Miles doesn't say I love you back back to his dad, and he fucking gets on his police speaker and is like, "You had to say it back." <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, I still haven't seen Into the Spider Verse yet. Holy I know my shit! What? 
Well, my niece and nephew have seen it like a million times, and I figured, well, I'll probably jump into it, and I'll probably jump into one of the showings, but I'm always doing something else. So I've just haven't watched it. I heard it's a fucking really I heard yeah, it's one of the Mo, best Spider-Man movies. Movie. It's so good. All right, all right, all right. I'll watch it in the Spider-Verse. Yeah, that's like that's like one of the jokes in the movie is Miles' dad is a cop and he drops him off at school and he says I love you and Miles doesn't say it back and he gets on his fucking police loudspeaker in front of everybody at school and is like, You gotta say it back. Oh man, I'd be so fucking embarrassed. <laughs> it was very funny, but uh yeah, it's a good, a good first issue. Now my second issue. Oh God, I don't have a second issue. I do, but I kind of don't want to do it because I'm just gonna talk about fucking Game Grumps again. Because that's oh my all God. I've been well, watching. Well, now I have to know what your second issue is. What is it? Not being transparent. No, right, hey, that's that's a good fucking issue. So. When things happen in, like, you know, when people do, like, entertainment products or people do whatever, and the people involved split up, I hate when they aren't just fucking transparent about it. Like, I don't care. You can be like, yeah, we hate each other now. We're just going to move on separately. And I'll be like, cool. Got it. <laughs> nice. But when they're all, like, Oh yeah, it's okay. We're just uh, we're just creative differences. We're we're walking different paths in life. That's all oh, bullshit. Oh, walking different paths in life, or like, okay, I get the hey, we just have creative differences because that to me sounds genuine. But don't say, oh, my life's path is taking it's me somewhere different true, than though. his life path. The creative yeah. differences is almost never the full story, though. Like, yeah, it's when so they say creative differences, so it means. We hate each other now, basically. But they don't yeah, want to say it because it's fucking corporate speak. Creative difference equals I banged my fucking co-host's freaking ex-girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, according, <laughs> that's, according to the that's dick what, show lore, yeah. Oh, well, 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 that show, like most shows from the 80s and 90s and all sorts of shit, I mean, that happens a lot. It does, yeah, like, I think Dick summed it up best, like in the very first episode of the Dick Show, when he was still being respectful to Maddox and didn't want to divulge the whole story, he simply said, like, we had artistic differences, and we all know what artistic differences mean, that we just can't go on with each other. And that Yeah, was like, I'm really about to strangle this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was a really good explanation out of Dick, and I wish... Uh, Maddox had let that remain and not made the rapeless video and destroyed his entire career. But that's besides the point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just the fucking corporate speak bullshit whenever this kind of stuff happens. Like, just say what happened. Don't be all fucking tidy about it. <clears throat> like, if you're not friends anymore, just say it. Just, just say it. Like, yeah, it, it, it's definitely a, it's it's better if you just rip the band-aid off now than later on. Yeah, like it's obvious a Aaron and John Tron, they had a falling out. It happens. They deny that it happens, but it fucking happens. And they just denied it. They just denied each other entirely and just like, you know, corporate speak where uh John wants to work on John Tron videos. We all support each other and love each other, but it's time to separate. <laughs> and then it's fucking 
Aaron doesn't mention John, and John doesn't mention Aaron for fucking three years. Yep. That's what happens. It's ridiculous. So yeah, sorry. Sorry if this sounds a bit weird. We have to do a cut. But basically my issue is, like, just the corporate speak bullshit. Like, I keep saying like. It's such a weird verbal clutch, and I hate that I do it. Um, <laughs> I've been having a... I catch myself saying like a lot when I'm uh, writing something out or tweeting something. And I'm slowly trying to get rid of that, but I think it's just too ingrained in my fingers to stuff. Like, you know, like if you don't like chocolate, then you don't like vanilla. If you don't like vanilla, then fuck you. Or and when something I notice like that, it, you know. When I notice it, it's like it hurts me because I'm the kind of kid who took like theater and journalism in school, and they're all like, "You gotta, you gotta get rid of those filler words," but I just can't do it. They just happen. Well, honestly, at the end of the day, if if you just you'd be surprised how easy it is to really get rid of those filler words. You've got to concentrate on getting rid of them and not beat yourself up when and not beat yourself up whenever, uh, you know, you use something like like or uh or fucking, you know, something like that. Fucking uh. Fucking uh, I'm like the worst about that. Like fucking uh, yeah, I'll go put up the chickens or fucking uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, dog, let's go play. Uh, you know, I'll play with the dog. Sure. You know, it's like the worst shit. Like especially when you're just using fucking uh, yeah, y'all yeah, wash the dishes to like, describe mundane fucking activities or something. Yeah. Okay, but the thing to see back on topic. The thing about not being transparent is. There's, you know, the corporate speak bullshit, like I talked about with Game Grumps and everything else. Like, and then there's, God damn it, I did it again. <laughs> then there's just not saying anything, which I think it's some, in some ways is even worse. Yeah, not saying anything is much worse because now you have, now you're just laying the grounds and you're planting the seeds for conspiracy theories. And stuff like that. And then anyone can go, well, I heard that Riley, you know, likes, you know, pudding pops up his butt, you know, and stuff like that. And like, <laughs> and now because you didn't say anything, there's nothing there to I mean, considering the pudding fact pops are a product of Bill Cosby, I'm sure a lot of people have had them up their ass. But Well, you know, like, let's story. let's not think of Bill Cosby because I've been eating a lot of Jello lately. And I haven't thought of Bill at all. And I, I fucking love Jello, and I love Jello pudding. And I'm not going to stop still sell eating. Pops? I assume so. Yeah, it's probably one of the highest. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's like one of the most well-known snacks. Is like eat pudding, pudding pop. Like, how can we live in a world where we didn't have pudding pops? Oh yeah, I've never had one, but I want one. They sound appealing. Oh, dude! I mean, you can get pudding pops anywhere. Next time, like, just throw a fit in the. In the next time you were at grocery shop with your mom, like, go. I want pudding pops. I, I want, want pudding, pudding pops, pops, and I want them and, now. And just like put put them in the fucking uh, put them in the grocery cart and throw a fucking oh, fit. It's just I've buy done them. that before. Like, <laughs> all right. Never, never for like big things, but I've done it before. Like my mom will always just not buy hot sauce. She knows I like hot sauce, but she doesn't, so she never buys it. It's like a couple times we've been in the dollar store and I've just slipped a bottle of hot sauce in the shopping cart. 
And she'll be like, when this get here? And I'll just be like, just, just put it on the just put it on the conveyor belt, Mom. Just put it on the conveyor belt. <laughs> Mo? Hmm. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm here. I'm here. Just making sure. Just making sure. Mm-hmm. Um and speaking of, you know, Dick and Maddox, the famous duo split up, I think obviously there was a bunch of other shit that Maddox did, but just grand scheme of things early on, I think Maddox would have done much better. And like even to this day, maybe if he didn't do all the other bullshit, he would have done much better if from the very beginning he was like, hey, you know, Dick slept with a girl that I had unresolved feelings for and he pretended to be my friend even though he wasn't, so I didn't want to work with him anymore. If Maddox had just said that from the beginning instead of not mentioning Dick at all for like months, oh, well, then he yeah, probably I- would have done much better. I mean, like, everyone in the community uh, has said, yeah, if he just didn't do this one big shitty thing, then everything would have been fine. Uh, but, you know, we, we speculated on that like a, me- like a million fucking times. And honestly, you just can't take back the past. You know, you just got to keep soldiering on, on it, unfortunately. It, yeah, it's looking back on it and just like Maddox. Just, just say what happened. Like, seriously, dude. That's all you have to do. Yeah, even if it's a lie, it's it's better than what, no, what he did. No, he didn't did. even have to lie. He could have said, like I just said, Dick slept with the girl I had unresolved feelings for, and he was pretending to be my friend while shit-talking me behind my back, so I don't want to do a podcast with him anymore. People would have accepted that. It would have been fine. Yeah, instead, they he, been... instead, he remains completely silent, and everybody's like, Ooh, what happened? I want to know what happened. And now he's a banana on Twitch. <laughs> I saw a clip where he turned himself into a mushroom briefly. Yeah, that, that was weird. M- a mush dox or something like that? No, it was, was fun gox, like fungus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, man, I'm just... I'm happy for him. If he if he stays the fuck away from Dick and all that shit and he just continues to be a cowboy and a banana, more power to him. Have a good time, Maddox. You've earned it. You get you get a cookie for not fucking stirring the goss oven today. Enjoy your fucking cowboy and banana adventures. Oh if if he just deleted his Twitter account, it would like it would help him you know, it, it would it would make his fucking name shoot up exponentially. You know, it would just it would do so so much better uh, for him if he just deleted his social media crap, and, or at least made another one where he didn't disassociate with his brand. You know, with, with his old brand, and just got over that shit, and just got done with it. Because, dude, he he just fucking sucks a big dick nowadays. I like to have a stream off where, like, you know. Both like both him and Dick, they get to choose one social media outlet to uh, promote one tweet that has their uh, has the link to their Twitch or their YouTube stream account, or whatever. And they stream and they see how many people he get. They both get, and whoever gets the most people gets the shit talk for a month. And then every month we sort of like go on and on and like we get a good back and forth, and we see like you know like. Who's going to shit talk who this month? And it will be fucking funny. 
because like you know Max is going to lose every single fucking time. <laughs> you know, and then it's it's just going to be like 24/7 Max loss, Max loss, Max loss and it'll be it'll be fucking hysterical. It might drive him to suicide. Not that we do condone that sort of thing on this show, no, but it could. The, 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 if Maddox was going to kill himself, he already would have. <laughs> Let's be honest. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he he would have, because if he didn't kill himself after the fucking court thing, and just the court thing, then I guess after he's his a lawsuit bit... got dismissed with prejudice. Yeah, you think? It's... Oh, like well, when he got nothing, absolutely fucking nothing. Not only after that lawsuit, but the restraining order, and wasn't there like one other one? That he was involved in with all of that was before the big one, the lawsuit. Yeah, was the yeah, last yeah. One. There was uh, before that there was the restraining order, and there was when he tried to trademark biggest problem in the universe. Oh yeah, and he failed spectacularly at that. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> but yeah, that's it. Just you know, I'll do it too. I- I'm gonna stick to this. Like when I when my shows end. And when they have problems, I fucking speak out about them. Like if you, much to my, not good, sometimes. But like, the first time I left, the Pixels show for that like ten episode stretch, I fucking was super public about why, and my friends aren't happy about it. But that's just how I stand. I'm full disclosure. Whenever something happens, I will fucking say it. If me, if, me, watch if me and Mo got into a fight about some fucking raviolis and I had to leave the Mo cast, I'd fucking say it. He just wouldn't stop saying the N word after everything. <laughs> He's just over and over and it's over. Just, like I just, it's like I a mean, verbal tick I say at the end of every sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we'll post examples right now or anything, but you know, you out there listening, you know what we're talking about. It's like no, it's like the anime. It's like anime where like sometimes they'll have that character who like because the Japanese language is a weird thing, like they they'll have like the verbal tick at the end where they like they say some like uh, gibberish term. Like that's me, but I say the n word at the end of every sentence. Yeah, the the n word is like baka to you. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Would you like to know what my second? largest issue is riley sure all right so this this sort of goes a little bit maybe maybe in the, this goes a little bit into the depressing uh uh center of everything but uh my other issue today is nostalgia and i'll, I'll tell you why um several years ago when i just turned 30 I was uh, browsing 4chan's V-board. It's video games board. Oh, and, boy. Uh, Here we are, and, 4chan. Uh, oh, yeah. It was several years ago, 10 years ago. And uh, I think the, the creator of, like, DuckTales, it was his birthday. Or it was some sort of big Nintendo uh, anniversary. And uh, so V... So what? But no, I was laughing because you said it was either DuckTales or Nintendo, and I'm like, those are two very different things. 
Well, no, no, no. DuckTale, there was a... Uh, all right, oh, the so game. Let, let me, the game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me explain to you a little bit better. Let me give you some better context. Uh, so they were celebrating by uh, on the V-board by having the, uh, the moon level music uh, playing on, uh, you know, there's the, like the, the little uh, repeated fucking MP3 on there because this is when Tim Pool still owed, uh, still, uh, owned it. And so anyway... Tim Pool owned 4chan? Wait. Well, the, no, there's there's a different well, the Tim Pool. No, no, no. The, the, this is a different uh, uh, Tim Pool. Not oh. Tim Pool, the political commentator. <laughs> but Tim Pool, the owner... The actor's uh, brother, Tim Pool. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 this is the other Tim Pool, the owner of 4chan, and the uh, the failed canvas project. So how anyway, do you feel about that eat. lawsuit thing? By the way, brief tangent with uh, Reactor and Tim Pool. Uh, the one where he allegedly uh, Tim was yelling at his fucking dog. No, no, um, no, there was like some big lawsuit where apparently Tim and Chris started. Like whatever company Tim is successful with, apparently they started it together and they like, they like shunned Chris out of the company. Chris is in Reactor. That's his real name. No, uh, honestly, I, I I heard Tim's side of it through. I think it was on the Dick Show or on I think one of his many videos he does, and then uh, the brother of Tim's showed up on uh, showed up on uh, the Ralph Retort. Oh, and shit. I listened. I listened to that interview twice, and and uh, he doesn't have any receipts. You know, he just has a lot of baseless accusations and all this stuff. And honestly, it, it seems like this is a family fight. And you know how family? There's like two sides of the story, and generally both sides look like they suck. Uh huh. After after you start like you know looking through it. But uh, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, to be honest, I, I I would like to reread everything because I don't know right off the top of my head. I thought it was gonna blow up much bigger than it did because, like, I saw Dick, like, super on Tim's side, like calling Reactor a cuck, and I thought yeah. I thought Monkey was gonna get in there because Monkey and Reactor are like close internet friends, so I thought it was gonna result in some fucking Twitter wars. Yeah, and nothing really happened after that, like brief, uh, like weekly spat. Yeah, I was, I was surprised that Monkey didn't jump in, honestly, because hmm. he oh. he was he was so involved with like reactors, like internet career, and they're close. Yeah. Mm hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah, I I kind of figured there was going to be a little bit more blow up to that, but it sort of fizzled out after that one week. Yeah. Uh, right, but anyway, tell us about your issue. But but anyway, so I was listening. I was just browsing the board, and a little thought just, you know, popped into my head. I remember play being a kid, uh, playing this game with my mom and all that. And then, uh, this is when the world just started falling apart. Like Greece's uh, Greece's economy just started falling apart. Uh, Obama's like during his first term and he was turning out to be a huge fucking piece of shit. And, uh, you know, uh, just, I don't know, everything sort of just, Oh, and, and I was sitting, I, I, I had an air mattress in another dude's house. Didn't have a place of my own. Uh, mm -hmm. 
and uh, I was looking. I was looking around me. I was rolling butts of cigarettes because I was. It was like two days before my fucking paycheck, and I just thought to myself, God, everything was so much better back then, even though I was a fucking kid. And then I just started thinking. I started thinking, and this fucking song is playing. And then I just hit this point. I just fucking broke down and sobbed uncontrollably. Oh my god! And like it was just, I, I fucking just broke down. Like I, I, I've never cried as hard as I did that. Well, the second time was over a chick. Oh. But uh. Aww. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why I don't believe love is real. <laughs> uh, oh god but, uh, damn it! You're one of those shit. I'm sorry, man. Like uh, I'm, I'm 40. I've never even been fucking engaged. I've never had a fucking child scare, and every woman I've ever been with is. Oh yeah, and that was another bunch of thoughts. It's like, dude, so this chick was I was sweet on, fucking like dumped me and all this stuff, and decided to get with another guy, which is fucking brutal and brutal and brutal. I was 30. I didn't see. I didn't see a lot. I thought my my job really sucked, and I wasn't going anywhere. So. I just fucking sobbed fucking uncontrollably for about half an hour. And ever since then, ever since then, I, I look at nostalgia and uh, unless it's like wrestling or like sometimes music or like video games, I just start fucking getting sad as shit. And I'm just, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, I, I just can't fucking deal with nostalgia anymore. I don't like it because if you think about it, like this country is like been burning since fucking nine eleven. Uh, it, like the he, here's here's a great fantasy for you, the American dream. <laughs> what the I American dream of snort. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the American dream is such a fucking fantasy. And it's something that I look back like, you know, like lots of people look back at it with nostalgia. They're like, well, the miracle sure was great back then. And it was like, dude, it hasn't been great for a really, really long time. And then 9-11 happens. And I've been told all my life that you're going to have the pick, of, you know, you're going to have the pick of all your jobs that you want. It's not going to be so hard. Like. The other generations before you've had it hard, but we all sacrificed and scrimped just so you and your generation can finally have our big shot. And the thing is, I don't think my generation ever got a shot at all because, uh, you know, like two years after we graduated back in 99, 2000, uh, 9-11 happened and all the uh, all the elderly and everyone over 45, 50 uh uh, our government, everyone just uh, submitted. They they decided to plant their feet and say, "No, we will not do as our forefathers have traditionally done and move out the fucking way, so you can have a career." No, you're going to you're going to live in these menial jobs, be homeless, and you're going to love it while we fucking systematically discriminate against you and fucking destroy you, and you know beat you down verbally and you know just abuse you and so when i look at nostalgia i just i just think of like you know if if you had five good years but on the sixth year everything went to shit 
how can you say with a straight face that the last that there you had a great time the last six years, you know? Because that's how I feel about San Antonio. I like had two great years, then suddenly everything fucking went to absolute hell in a matter of a month and a half, and I lost fucking everything back in my parents' house, turned 40 here, lost my car, lost my job, worked at had to start working at a bar and you know, it's just, uh, you know, I look at nostalgia like it's a, I don't know, like it's a big fuck you to me. And that's, that's, that's my other problem is nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say real quick, I don't know if you have more or not, but I just want to say real quick, just a message to Andrew. If Andrew is listening to this episode, you know, I, I respect, I respect your sadness and all that, but like, Listen to the fucking lament Mo just gave, and he's here. You better get your ass back here. <laughs> oh yeah, th- that's that's the super duper abridged version uh, of like you know like how I feel when like because sometimes man, it's dude, it's starting to affect some of my uh, gaming lately. Like uh, I just refound this YouTube channel that I was super into is uh, Minnesota Burns Burnsy. And I watched uh, a bunch of his old stuff uh, okay, when I was really into it. Distract and... you from watching Game Grumps? <laughs> you know, no, no, no. I I got out of it because I watched his new stuff, and he's super. Well, if you're a Trump supporter, I don't want anything to do with you. Hashtag ride with Biden or get out. God damn it! And you know it wouldn't be so bad, but like, well, I, I don't know. Like, he's just like that. You, I guess you can't have people change all the fucking time. And that's just how it is. And, you know, I, I, I look back and I, I kind of think to myself, you know, we we are all about to have a shot. You know, you're going to go far, kid. And, uh, like, dude, I'm, I'm going to be really surprised if, uh, like, well, like fucking millennials and Zoomers, you know, they're getting the shot that me and my generations were supposed to get. And so like, you know, I feel like completely left out of the process because I've never think I've never thought that my vote fucking ever mattered. I never thought that my opinions ever mattered. Like, you know, I've been screaming police reform, you know, since I was fucking 15 back in 95, 96, you know, and, you know, like it's, you know, suddenly other people say it, Oh well, now that people are real, people are saying it. It means something now. Like, dude, you guys are a bunch of pieces of fucking shit. And uh, you know, I don't know, man. Like the the only way to to make it is to 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 make a job of your own and get as much money as you can. Like, because the only way that you can stave off, you know, the badness is to just, you know, throw money at it. Because, you know, it's even though rich people like, you know, say they have problems. I have, you know, I have trouble looking at you and your giant mansion with your five cars and thinking, yeah, you're unhappy, pal. Maybe it's because your family life is shit. Like, you know, like really like whenever someone rich fucking says something, you know, like, dude, you fucking people can buy yourself a new life, a new identity. Like, you guys can fucking bail out of this with all your money like that. So, you know, shut the fuck up. I, I don't. You know, like, uh, uh. anyway, rant done. 
That's my problem is nostalgia. Yeah, I guess nostalgia can sort of bring the, the sadder feelings in you. It's unfortunate. But, um, yeah, man. Jeez, this... I know. Don't kill it. Please don't kill yourself after this, okay? Because I just, I kind of, I kind of laid a bunch of stuff out there, and like I was kind of thinking while I was at the, while I was in the bathroom, I was like, dude, are you sure you want to talk about nostalgia? You like, you're gonna have to, you're sort of obligated to, to fucking like lay a lot out on the line so people can fucking see it, you know, like a fucking yard sale, like an emotional yard sale, you know. Here's. (laughs) Here's my hopes and dreams. Don't mind the slash prices, you know. Don't don't mind the fact that this is what I'll settle for, but and 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 people will still fucking haggle with you. Like, dude, fuck you. Just pay the little price on there, man. It's five dollars for my hopes and dreams, and you only want to give me two dollars, dude. Fuck you. Like, and they'll wear they'll wear like a little like a a. a like a an eighties cartoon, like tailspin or something, shirt or something, you know, like because that's the nostalgia. Oh God! And don't even get me started on all the reboots and all that. Like it's just, you know, Shira, and not that I have anything against Shira. I just think that maybe everything from the eighties and nineties should just be left the fuck alone because that fucks with my nostalgia too. Everybody loves Shira. Everybody's super down with Shira. Uh, I, I just don't think it really warranted a remake. It was, it was fine. It was fine the way it is. We didn't need to add, uh, you know, more to it. Like I don't even want to bring He-Man back. Like we had like, uh, I think one or two fucking relaunches. Like, you know, you got it right the first relaunch, which was fucking awesome. You had a great cast, and the the network fucking dropped it. So just don't bother anymore. Same thing with fucking Thundercats. You, you didn't even need a remake the first time. Just leave, you know, leave the stuff in the 80s and 90s to the 80s and 90s. Hey, the Thundercats remake is like one of the most beloved shows of all time. Am I thinking? You know, I, I haven't seen the Thundercats remake, so... Oh, there, have been two, there have been two Thundercats remake. The current one is like weird Teen Titans Go rip-off shit that's not very good. But before that, yeah, there was like an anime-style like action show that everybody loves. I haven't seen that one. It didn't I'll last very long it. because fuck Cartoon Network, but everybody loved yeah, it. Yeah, I imagine that it was really good, and uh, that's why... You know, like, here, here's another bit of a nostalgia. I don't want... Uh, the last Teen Titans freaking season. And here's why. I absolutely love the Teen Titans when I was a kid, when I was much younger in my like, you know, uh like late teens, early twenties. And it was fine. We got, you know, like it, it ended on a down note. We we don't need like continuation. Like it just ends, it just ended sadly. And like no one no one in America or maybe even hold, hold on. Well, you don't get a happy ending, bitch. Sometimes you're Beast Boy and <laughs> sometimes you're Beast Boy talking to freaking Tara and Tara sort of tells you that she's faking, you know, being dead and faking not remembering who he or they are. And you run out uh, of the double fucking doors of school into the bright white light. Wait, is and that that's what happens? It. 
Oh yeah, that that's the last episode. That's the I last thing. I actually didn't remember anything. No, like I, I don't believe. I, I don't believe for a second that you know she forgot. I think she was trying to spare Beast Boy's feelings. Oh, so it's that's a, it's, it's, it's at an least that you picked up. I I think so. Anyway, I could be completely wrong, and I'll be glad. But to she be doesn't wrong. say that though. In the show, it's impl- it's at least directly no, it, implied to the audience that she has lost her memories. Yeah, like well, th- that's what she says, and that's what the writers lead you to believe. But you saw that last little bit, and you're like, hmm. Was what we're seeing really actually real? Is like, is she really? You know, like it. It plays with the theater of the mind. So, to to give us more, you know, like, hey, uh, yeah, sure, we don't know who uh, Agent X or whoever Robin turned out to be with uh, Slate or Slade. You know, yeah, sure, we don't figure out that and all any of that stuff, but. For God's sake, we had the movie. Isn't it enough? Like, God, I'm a I'm a fucking Firefly fan. We got one season, the network fucked us, and then a few years later, we got a movie. You know, you just, you gotta fucking live with what you got, man. It, the it's movies just, it's always just, don't tie up the loose ends you want them to tie up. Ah, uh, that's just how life is, you know? Sometimes you get the full disclosure, like here's, sometimes Here's a great you don't. example of a, of a friend of a show that was canceled before it could resolve its plot, and then it got a movie that had nothing to do with the cliffhanger that it had to resolve. Fucking Alf. Oh, Al- Alf. Uh, that that was... I thought the ending was a little bit fucked up, and I, I really think they, they... I think they had a plans for another one, but the network was like, yeah, all right, canceled. baby, that was, that was great. You're getting canceled. And it was sort of one of those things where they didn't expect to get canceled, and they didn't yeah, fucking exactly. tell there them they were getting canceled. Like, in the last episode of Alf, at least in its original airings, it did have a to be continued at the end. So yeah, they were planning on yeah. making another season. But they yeah, they did, and then they they waited so long to make a movie, and they they waited long enough to where no one cared, and the movie was bad, and none of the original was- cast came back besides Alf. Yeah, yeah, and that's the other thing. No one they 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 said they relocated them, and then you know, like that was they it. They relocated no, them to shame. fucking like Greenland or some shit. Like this family we grew up with for not me because I'm I'm I obviously Alf was far before my time, but this family that people grew up with just like yeah, they're in the fucking freezing cold Greenland now because they had their alien friend. They get to fucking suffer in like a place that nobody gives a shit about, like. Wow, that's uh, no, it was Antarctica. It was even worse. I'm pretty sure it was Antarctica. It was somewhere shitty, but yeah, yeah. man. Uh, uh, like this family we grew to like know and love, like, yeah, they're just fucking freezing in some remote location. Yeah, that like the the only time nostalgia's ever paid off is when the uh, the the lone writer of uh, the Half Life series uh, penned a letter. That was a workaround of the of his contractual obligations, so he can fucking tell us the ending of the Half Life series, you know. And it was good; it was really, really good. And I'm glad that we got that. And honestly, I don't even need another Half Life game. I love the fact that we got Alex, and I'm really happy for that. But you know, if if we didn't get Alex, at least I got the ending, and I was happy for that. But like, you know. 
the, the networks, they, they, you know, nostalgia feels like it's a, a noose around your neck and you're getting dragged by the freaking networks while the network's riding horseback and you're just getting dragged and dragged and dragged. And like, dude, just like, leave me the fuck alone, man. Like, dude, fuck it. I'll just, I'll, I'll take, I'll, I'll take the botched ending. Cause, uh, like I said, I, I would have taken, uh, Alf's, uh, the, the ending to Alf, uh, over like the, the movie that we got. Cause it was shitty. Yeah. Like another to get to, the, we'll we'll get off this tangent at some point, and then we'll actually end the show. But another another show that ended on a cliffhanger that fucking hurts my soul. My name is Earl. Oh, it did. Yes, that show. Um, my name like, is Earl. Did so well. Yeah, it's probably one of the best shows of all time. And then they fucking canned it on a cliffhanger. Apparently, and from what I'm hearing, it was so shitty because the guy who wrote the finale of the fourth season, I think the creator of the show walked to the network and you're like, they're like, are you sure we're going to get another season? I want to be certain before I end this with a cliffhanger. And the network's like, yeah, yeah, of course you're going to get another season. And then he ends it with a cliffhanger and canceled. Yeah. Like, uh, there's another one and this will be my last one. I swear. But <laughs> I, I've heard, I heard that cause I, I'm a huge, huge fan of, uh, of a uh, uh, Bill Hadley or Bill Har Hadley, oh fuck! Uh, the the creators. <laughs> okay, I, I I'm sorry, but yeah, Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein. I'm huge, huge fans of theirs, right? Uh -huh. And like, because they 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 used to write during the glory days for The Simpsons. Uh, they've written a bunch of other stuff that's just been fucking fantastic. And uh, they, they made this little show called Mission Hill. And Mission Hill was a really, really cool season. It, it ended great. It, it, it ended just fine. Uh, it, it, they, uh, the, 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 show, the showrunners were bitter the way that the shitty network treated them because they had a great uh, uh, ending season, but they were supposed to have two other episodes in the season that ended right and uh -huh. it was one of those things where you're like dude that really sucks but what can you do well unfortunately the network's giving them the green light to go ahead and reboot the to remake the series or to bring it back even in modern times i'm like oh god please don't do it because i'm seeing the fucking nightmare scenario now it's it, it could be like end up being extremely woke and uh, all the fucking characters are going to have, they're going to be shallow. And even though I, I, I believe in Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein, you know, never underestimate the power of the networks who, uh, either you bow to their demands or they'll just fucking cancel you. Like the guys who made, uh, the guys who made, um, fucking, uh, regular show, they made a new show that was supposed to be coming out the last four fucking years. And due to creative differences with the network, the network just kept pushing it back and fucking them over till they finally found a network on HBO, HBO now or HBO max or fuck you, HBO, whatever the fuck it's called. The stream you, that they, have. They, they finally got a home to, to launch their fucking show on. 
And can, you we know is, can we petition to rename HBO Max to fuck you, HBO? Oh, yeah, HBO HBO fucking sucks. Oof. There's another cool nostalgia thing is like if you're old like me and you remember the old uh, intros to Cinemax and HBO, like, do they just, they don't ever do anything like that. Like the, the production, that, that's another thing that sucks about nostalgia is like the, the, the production value of life it's it's fucking gone, man. No one fucking tries anymore. Like man, you the, the hear, little no, things, like this the, is important. You want to hear the worst example of capitalism? Just just a perfect example oh, of capitalism destroying the world. Oh, oh yeah, all right, sure, sure, sure. The fact that HBO now owns fucking Sesame Street. Oh yeah, we we've had a, a long fact, rant no, about it's that. Just, the fact that we went from fucking. What was I going to say? Brain. Then we went from it being on PBS, a free network that anyone can view, so kids can, like, grow up and learn with Sesame Street. Now it's on HBO, which is literally the opposite. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a degenerate, disgusting fucking network, too, that no one with children would ever watch in front of their children. You're, you're giving the, like, this great you know, kids show to the network that has taxi cab confessions, real sex and, and in real time with Bill Maher and, and all this really just disgusting. Like, you know, uh, it's just, Oh, it's just fucking disgusting. And Hey mommy, like, I watched the when, big bird show and then I watched the Bill Maher show. Hey, hey mommy, why is Grover pegging, uh, pegging Elmo up the ass with a strap on? Oh, well, I'm sorry, but this is progressive programming here on HBO. Love it. Take it up the ass, bigot. You know, that, that's pretty much what HBO is. Anyway, I'm, I'm done with this rant. I'm just getting upset and bummed out. <laughs> you had uh, yeah. to bring up Ses You had to bring up Sesame Street. Now I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we gotta, we gotta fucking wrap this up here, folks. Um, Thank you all for listening. If you actually fucking made it this far, oh yeah, oh yeah. I hope you made it this far because it was a good one. It was a good one. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so Mo, where can our listeners find you, sir? They can find me at Twitch.tv/slash Mo Diggity. Uh, they can find me at the MoCast at the MoCast, all one word at Twitter. Uh, Mo Diggity 42 on YouTube and Instagram. And uh, if you want to support any of the stuff that me and Riley or, or like if that, that I'm on or that I'll do with Riley, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Mosai Productions. And yeah, that, that's pretty much it. All right. Um, shit. Um, you find me on Twitter? You blew it! <laughs> you, can find, you can find me on Twitter at Riley Tweets. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Riley Streams, where today I did a stream of the game Your Turn to Die that was pretty entertaining, but also my computer fucking couldn't handle it. There was a lot of technical difficulties. So a double-edged sword there. It was me, it was me, my buddy Jason, and Tomas doing voices for Your Turn to Die, which is a visual novel. And it was it was fun for the for how much it actually fucking works. <laughs> but um, then there's uh, fuck brain. Uh, Pixels polygons are fun wherever podcasts are found. I haven't been on it in a couple weeks. Hopefully, I'll be back on soon. Um, 
Pokemon Variety Hour, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And if you're watching this on Big Guy, Little Guy, please check out the Riley Podcast Mega Feed, link in the description. That's where you'll find this show, along with all the other shit I do, podcast-wise, that isn't tied to, like, Pixels Media or to, to whatever Mo does, Mo Side Productions, I suppose. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Separate, separate. Uh, uh, Riley does the Mo cast with me. <laughs> I do do the Mo cast with you, yes. Um but all the podcasts I do that aren't part of Pixels Media or Mosad Productions, you can find them in the Riley Podcast Mega Feed. And if you're listening on the Riley Podcast Mega Feed, please subscribe to the Big Guy Little Guy YouTube channel. Link in the description. It has been inactive for a few weeks. I'm quite aware. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very <laughs> much aware of this. But um, hopefully, once Andrew sort of gets back in the swing of things, we'll be able to get Big Guy Little Guy back rolling, along with having him on the show again. <laughs> And yeah, that's pretty much it for the plugs. So I think it's about time to say goodbye to the folks at home. Thank you for listening. I've been Riley. Oh shit, we're supposed to do the thing. Uh, my issues were Disney and school detractors and not being transparent. And uh, my issues were nostalgia and uh, saying I love you. All right. Thank you all for listening. See you later. Bye.